Welcome back to the Words Can Heal podcast. I'm your host, Shakira Nay. If you missed the pilot episode, make sure you give it a listen to find out more about this podcast. Words Can Heal is a faith-based podcast that provides a real perspective on navigating your 20s, singlehood, self-discovery, and the faith journey. Tune in for inspiration and encouragement on your journey to healing and growth. Welcome to episode number two. This one is going to be a little more free-flowing, unplanned, um, in transparency before my trip. I took a vacation with my mom to visit Phoenix, Arizona, which was just absolutely beautiful and relaxing and kind of led to this episode. Um, because before I left, I did record an episode and in all honesty, it, there was nothing wrong with it. Um, I did pray before getting into it and I felt like it was led by the spirit at that time, but some, some way or another, like before I left, I was not able to edit it and I made peace with that and being on the trip even more so. I was like, okay, (laughs) maybe it's just not the time to discuss that topic or release that episode. And I feel more led to do a bit of an unscripted, free-flowing episode for this week. (laughs) And I'm recording it at 1.40 a.m. on Sunday, November 5th which in, what, 20 minutes, the time is about to change. So technically, (laughs) 12.40 AO. Um, But yeah, I went on my very first vacation solo trip with my mom, which was very rewarding and was full of full circle moments. And as Kylie Jenner would say, a moment of realizing things. This is the year of realizing things, <laughs> which is honestly what I feel the 24th year of life kind of is. Like you're navigating your 20s and each year holds something completely different. But when I tell you 24 has been hitting so different <laughs> in a really good way, because 23, 23 was a, a little bit hellish <laughs> in its own way. Um, of course, all of it necessary for growth and testing and healing and, uh, persevering, beautiful, wonderful things. But when you're in it, it's like, no, I could do without this truly. Uh, but yeah, so we went to Phoenix, Arizona. It was absolutely beautiful. Summer months have passed. <laughs> and if you don't know, Phoenix gets really hot because it's a valley and, it sometimes gets as hot as 115 um, as seen the summer, but it was dry heat. So, you know, it's different again. Anyhow, uh, we did lots of things uh, out in nature, which if you don't know me, I am very much a nature enthusiast. I just feel like I can't let that side out here in Florida because it's so humid and hot. And the heat gets to me and I be getting mad frustrated (laughs) when I'm trying to have Zen in peace. But there were so many moments on this trip that 
allowed me to access this peace that truly reminded me of the peace that God has for us. Um, even 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 if it's just a glimpse of it, of that um, peace that surpasses all understanding, you know, like I feel like sometimes we aren't able to vocalize that or describe it in a tangible way what that piece that surpasses all understanding feels like because it it surpasses our own understanding (laughs) uh but for example we went to the grand canyon and if you've never gone it kind of just looks like a hole in the ground (laughs) but you're really high up uh so it's not like a hole in the ground anywho it was such a beautiful peaceful experience to the point where while I was there I was standing and there there were people around pretty spaced out but even with the people that were there it was a quiet I've never experienced in my entire life and if you're someone who gets easily overstimulated or you lack that self-control sometimes when you are trying to dissociate (laughs) or even just relax and you get to a stage where you have overstimulated yourself hey oh that's me you take a trip to the grand canyon that will clear your mind in a way that is just so surreal uh as i said it was just a peace and quiet that i've never experienced before so much so that it trickled into my thoughts like (laughs) before my trip there were so many thoughts in my mind there's so many things on my to-do list to-do list at work to-do list at home to-do list and planning for life over the next couple of months that I became overstimulated and because I was overstimulated I was participating in activities that were distractions and it's okay in my opinion to be a little bit distracted sometimes with reason with control because if I need to scroll on TikTok for an hour for a good giggle and to take my mind off of certain things until I have the mental space to process them. In my opinion, that is okay. Um, Obviously, when it gets to the point where I'm scrolling for four hours, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's find some other alternative that is better for me at this time. But I had gotten to this point where I was so overstimulated from feeling like I was that people around me were asking so many things of me that I didn't have time for myself and that's at work that's at home that's with friendships and though these are causes and people that I care about and things that I want to participate in when it's all coming at you all at once and you haven't had time to yourself that is very draining and exhausting and this past week while being in Arizona I kind of like realized that it's it stems from 
serving or giving from uh, an empty cup or a cup half full when in reality I believe in our walks with Christ like we should be serving we should be giving from overflow and if we aren't at a place where we can give or serve from overflow then it's okay to say no to certain things um, until you get to that point. And also there's just a season for everything, um, including like I love serving at my church, but I was asked to serve in different capacity than I had been used to <laughs> on top of work events and business requirements from clients and family so before my trip I was truly overwhelmed and exhausted and it made me a little bit in my heart kind of grow not resentment but frustrations towards these people um not in a way that I'm acting out on it but it's like no I I don't want to feel this way I don't want to be agitated when I see so-and-so's name pop up on my phone because I'm really not agitated. I am just serving from a place that's not overflow and I'm exhausted. Um, when in reality, if I would take a step back, <laughs> be honest with my timeline and prioritize time to myself, time with God, like I would feel a little bit different. But that is along the lines of what I was feeling before my trip. And Again, overstimulated, not giving of myself from overflow, but from an empty or half full cup. And what that does to you is it drains you and it sets you up to be in a position where you are not showing up for yourself. And if you continue to not show up for yourself, that is setting an expectation. And for years, like it dawned on me for years this is the president that I had set for myself that I have these goals I have these ideas these visions that I want to pursue that I want to start getting involved in but because I maybe start one day and choose to prioritize something else over that dream that goal whatever it may be, I am showing up for someone else, but I'm not showing up for me. And I am creating this thought pattern in my mind that whenever it comes to myself, it's not important enough to put above serving or showing up for someone else. And that just set up the expectation that I can't show up for myself. And that is really sad when you think about it <laughs> because that opens up the door for you to serve from or give of yourself from an empty cup and not a cup that's overflowing. Um, and obviously relationship with God helps with that. But I am someone who, in addition to that, I do need that time to myself. I do need a random beach trip. I do need to go to a farmer's market by myself. I do need to turn off my phone for an hour and not respond to anybody. Those are things that I need in order to contribute to a cup 
that is overflowing and not empty. And I just had neglected that over the past few weeks, past few months. (laughs) There have just been a lot of different things going on. And I've been falling into unhealthy um, patterns of processing or navigating. And every time I try and get back on track, I am used to not showing up for myself. So when an opportunity presents itself for me to show up for someone else, I hop on that. And while I do believe, and it is biblical, like if you have the means and the needs to help a brother or sister out, do it. But within reason and make sure you're good first. Like you can't help people (laughs) if you are not good within yourself. And I stand by that wholeheartedly. And I come from a culture that it, it was a church culture at my previous church to serve, 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 say yes, yes, yes to any and every opportunity and I associated saying yes and serving with being in the will of God which is just simply not the truth um and I won't get into that today however I that is the background in which I come from so I am used to serving and giving of myself to everyone else but when it comes to me I don't see it as a priority And in hindsight, not even that I have to justify it. Like, I am not even asking of myself crazy things. Like, I need to go to Europe for a month before I can help you or serve at the church or volunteer to do this. Like, it's not even crazy. It's simple things. (laughs) Like, I don't have to respond to text messages immediately after receiving them. If I'm not on my phone or if my phone's on do not disturb, that is an expectation that I can set with other people that, hey, this is time that I need by myself. But the moment that when I have a moment to respond or when I'm in a good mental space to check in, then I can and will do that. But that just it comes with time and learning how to set a boundary and actually sticking to the boundary and that is something that I've definitely been learning this year I feel like it comes with life experiences and different seasons of course that sometimes you can learn a lesson and then forget it in another season and need another reminder and leading up to my trip I feel like that's in part what everything happens for a reason like this trip has been months in the making my the seed of me wanting to even go to Arizona has been planted since 2020 I I know in my heart and in my mind that God aligned me to go there for a certain time for a certain reason and whether I see that now or if I see that a year or two from now I am just so blessed to have had that opportunity to experience that that moment of peace, that moment of silence, that moment of disconnect to realize that I have got to change my patterns. (laughs) If you want different results, like you have to 
to do something different. And oh my gosh, why am I about to cry? Hello? (laughs) There's nothing wrong with crying. Anyhow, I don't know. I'm just sick of letting myself down. And I'm sick of putting everyone else above me, above my passions, above my desires. And these, these desires, these passions, or what God put on my heart to do and pursue. And it's hard to do that when you don't have boundaries because people will expect things of you. And if you've showed up without hesitation before, that's an expectation that you set with these people. So they aren't, if you don't let them know that there's a boundary, they're just going to keep walking over or disrespecting that boundary. Um, which is why you have to communicate it first, set a boundary, stick to it, communicate it and get comfortable with the uncomfortableness and enforcing those boundaries. (laughs) Like when I think about certain things, I was tripping. Like I said, year 23 was crazy. I was tripping on some things like I won't talk about the situation yet, but even navigating my first relationship, it was just something that was like, all right, this is first, this is new. I'm trying to apply um, tools and resources I've learned in church that really did not need to apply to that situation. And (laughs) it made dating really unnecessarily hard and complicated. And I stepped away for different reasons. But looking back, it's like, no, I what was I doing, girl? You were tripping. (laughs) You was set tripping. And that is okay because we learn and we do better. And, um, yeah, that was just a side tangent, but I thought about that and it kind of applied. I don't know, man, you got to show up for yourself. And I will speak to this again, like the church culture I grew up in. There's sometimes that even when I have the unction to show up for myself or prioritize my needs. I feel selfish and it in my mind created this negative thought pattern that showing up for myself and pursuing my desires is selfish and not in the will of God because we ought to be selfless as Christians and we ought to put others first and it's just really it it wasn't a healthy thought process and as I continue to grow as a person and experience different things in life I'm able to reflect on the past and be like no like it's okay for me to unlearn this no matter who it came from or what institution it came from there are certain things that just aren't helpful for certain individuals and it is okay to unlearn that and again, set boundaries and try and figure out what works for you where you're at. And with some of that guilt, I have desires to to move and experience life. And it's not in a traditional cookie cutter way in the sense of, you know, like <laughs> the way we're brought up, we graduate from high school and it's what do you want to do next you go to college for four years and 
you get a job and you stay at that job for X amount of years and then you purchase a home or you get engaged, you get married, you have a kid. There are all these social norms that are created that are A, non-functional to the world we live in today. Things that may have worked literally 30, 40 years ago just simply don't work anymore. But because it it is a social norm that has been drilled in our minds literally since elementary, <laughs> it creates this uncomfortability in our bodies, in our minds that whenever we try and go against that grain that we've that's been ingrained in us for years, it's like, nope, that's wrong. I'm not supposed to feel that way. What do you mean I I want to work at Trader Joe's for a year in my for one year out of my life. I can't do that because I have to stick in a career for 10 years so that I can save money so that I can have a house to provide for my family. What the heck are you talking about? <laughs> like when you talk about certain things like that and you say crazy thoughts like that out loud, it's like, no, that's literally ridiculous. There's a hundred different ways that you could navigate through this life. And I'll talk about it on a different episode, but I don't believe if you are in relationship with God, that you are walking with him. He is guiding your path. He's ordering your steps. So I don't believe there is a such thing as making a quote unquote right or wrong decision. And going quote unquote against the norm doesn't necessarily mean you are making the wrong decision. If I wanted to up and leave Florida, (laughs) which I won't, I've definitely gone through this process multiple times over the past few months for a lot of different reasons. Moving on. If I wanted to up and leave Florida, move to Arizona, work in Trader Joe's for a year, I could do that. And God would still order my steps and guide me in a direction that is aligned with his will. As long as I am praying and have a repentant heart and surrendering my situation and my desires to him, I will be in line with the will that he has for me because he will order my steps and guide me. If I wanted to move to Washington, D.C. and go to law school, (laughs) The Lord will be with me. He will be ordering my steps as long as I am praying, have a repentant heart, and then surrendering my situation to him. I can change my mind. You have permission to change your mind. And as long as you are doing those three things, praying, repenting, and surrendering to the Lord, he is with you and he is ordering your steps. It is as simple as that. And boy, oh boy, do I wish I knew that years ago but it's okay we go through things we learn we grow and now I get to share a bit of that nugget of wisdom on this platform whether it's one person or 100 people listening hello or if it's just me hey I'm glad you're listening to this again anywho we are allowed to change our minds and still be in the will of God within reason use your conviction, use discernment. But I just feel like that is such a toxic perspective that I have had to let go of and I'm still learning to release. 
because I have driven myself crazy before trying to fit a mold that I was never meant to fit in. I was working at a job that literally felt like I was a square trying to fit in a triangle mold and it wasn't working and I was trying to bend it in different directions and adjust it but it just was not the right fit and I had to get to the point where I accepted that and decided to trust God (laughs) and this year I feel like more than anything that is the type of surrender I have had to experience that I don't know what tomorrow looks like. I don't know what the next few months look like, but I am not able to control things. And when I do try and control them, I end up overwhelmed. I end up exhausted and I end up not trusting God or having faith or hope in him and what he wants to do in and through my life. And it honestly leaves me pretty sad. (laughs) So, yeah, that's kind of just been my brain for the past few weeks leading up to this trip. And being on this trip was just a release that even when I came back to Orlando, I'll be honest, I was dreading it. The humidity, as soon as I got to MCO, stepped outside. What did my nose do? Did this weird, like, runny, weird thing. Then I'm like, oh, there's moisture in their air again. (laughs) Well, my ankles are thankful for that because ashiness and my hands are grateful for that. It was just too much. (laughs) And people honking their horns and driving fast. And Orlando's not even a city city, but sometimes it feels like it. And it's my New York city. And I know that's crazy to say because Orlando is not even Miami but it is my New York City. (laughs) But even coming back, I'm like, no, there's still a beauty and where I'm at. And I just need to learn how to navigate my current circumstance, my current situation in a way that allows me to not live from a place of overstimulation and feeling overwhelmed and giving to my my peers, to my family, to my friends, to my coworkers, to XYZ out of an empty cup, but from a place of, of overflow. And it just takes time. I don't have a down pack yet. I literally got back yesterday. <laughs> and I'm excited. I'm truly excited. I'm blessed to have experienced what I experienced. And I hope to one day be able to live in Phoenix. I got it tatted on my arm. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's a good episode for now. I don't want to keep rambling for too long. At this point, time has already changed. Welcome to Fall Back, November 5th, 2023. We are at 107 a.m., just kind of trippy i've already crossed (laughs) three time zones two time zones in the past five days um and we have another hour change and that's okay 
Anywho, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm not apologizing for not posting last week because I just feel like it was right. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't checked out the pilot, make sure you do that. I'm officially up on Apple Music. It took me creating two different email accounts and lots of prayer. (laughs) But it's officially up on Spotify and Apple Music. It's been updated on my website, shakiranae.com slash words can heal uh tune in next week for another episode and until then stay safe be blessed and i'll catch y'all then